Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we're coming to you live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones. Gio and Jones across the country on CBS Sports Radio. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. No, no, no. Not me. No. No, no. It's just one of those things that when you're in the middle of the rant, you're not thinking about it. Yeah. And it comes back to haunt you. Well, you guys don't miss a damn thing. (laughs) Well, that's that's one that you don't. It's tough to miss. Anyway, transitioning out of that to the great Dennis Dodd. Yeah, maybe he does, not me. CBSSports.com, national college football writer for them. Dennis, good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you? I am good. How are you guys? We're doing very well. Great, man. So we were just talking about this Gary Anderson story and leaving Oregon State and $12.6 million. Uh, Why would anybody in their right mind leave that much money on the table and look to part ways with their employer? He's a complicated guy. I went out and talked to him when he left Wisconsin after a 10-win season, mind you. Um, because he couldn't get JUCOs in to Wisconsin. And I go, is it really that big a deal? He thought it was. He thought some of the academic constrictions there were worth quitting over. And I can't explain why he's quit after six games of his, what, third year and left $12 million on the table. He apparently had told people if it didn't work out, he was going to do this. So, Sometimes there are no easy answers. I, I, I don't know what he's thinking. Yeah, it, it's perplexing to all of us, uh, and, and we're thinking, of course, uh, the worst when you leave that type of cash yeah. on, on the table. But in his lengthy history as a coach, Utah State and then, of course, going to Wisconsin, you know, I've never heard anything uh, of, in a negative manner about him, other than the fact that he and, and Barry Alvarez couldn't coexist there in Madison. So do you think there could be more to this story? That's the first thing I thought of, and I made some calls, and everything I came up with was, no, you just have to take him at his word. There, there are no personal or health issues. Um, this is just what he felt. It, it, there was a similar case a few days ago. You probably know Sean Kugler at – Utah did the same thing. Now, Sean Kugler makes $500,000 a year, and his contract is such that he just walks away from that salary. But he had, what I'm hearing, he had to be coaxed onto the field at times. But he was so distraught that the job he'd done, he just wanted to walk away. So it's, I wouldn't be surprised if someone told me before the season there'd be two coaches that wouldn't make it halfway through the season, but, but not quit. Mm-hmm. You know, they'd be fired. Geo Jones with Dennis Dodd across the country on CBS Sports Radio. 
what about that Oklahoma loss? Is, is that one that uh, you even thought there was a chance of happening going into that football game? Yeah, not no, not much. Um, a head scratcher, and then you know to be beaten by a what a third string walk on who was supplemented by the middle linebacker, Joe Lanning, who who was the starter last year, but had one of the great lines of of, the, of college football history. What was it? Eight tackles, two of three for thirty six yards. He ran for fifty two or something like that. Um, it, it, it's just a head scratcher. This, I think I saw this the seventh straight year Oklahoma had lost to a double-digit underdog. But this was this was inexplicable and, and big picture bad for Oklahoma, but worse for the Big Twelve. This is this is almost a death blow. They, they've got to hope that that TCU wins out to assure themselves a shot in the playoff. Anything less than that, I think everything's up in the air for that conference right now. I, I think Oklahoma would have had to win out as well. Uh, yeah. So you're right, whoever the conference champion is, they have to have an unblemished record for them to get in. TCU, unlike the first year of the college football playoff, they will not be, uh, let's see, undermined like they and Baylor were in that that, that inaugural year of, of the college football playoff. Uh, Iowa State, just staying with this for a moment, a uh, big win for Matt Campbell in that program, signature win for that program. But what is going on with – the starting quarterback, or the former starting quarterback, Jacob Park, of course, he came from Georgia, transfer, and then we, we saw the run-ins during the Texas-Iowa State game between he and Matt Campbell. He seems to be a, 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 a head case. Uh, does he step back on the field for this football team, or do they move on from him? Well, it was that. I don't know if those two incidents are, are connected. He said, they said he was out because of personal health issues, so... Mm-hmm. I can only take that at face value and, and, and wish him the best. I, I don't know if we can tie that to him having issues with the head coach on the sideline. I, I don't know anything more than that. They've kept a pretty tight lid on it there. I did make some calls on that. Um, no, I don't know. I don't know anything yet. Okay. Yeah. How how bad was this loss for the Harbaugh tenure at Michigan? It was bad because it, it highlighted what – has to happen there. You can jump into all the pools fully clothed and do cannonballs all you want. You can get as many babies baptized in Rome as you want. But sooner or later, you got to beat Ohio State and Michigan State. Yep. And this was at home against, look, I'm not going to tell anybody that Michigan State's going to a major bowl or win that division. I, I thought they were, they were less bad than Michigan, um, even with the rain on Saturday night. I was there. But it points up the fact now that halfway through his third season, Jim Harbaugh has to his credit two third place finishes in the uh, in the Big Ten East and is one and four against the two big rivals. Uh, Brady Hoke was the the disparaged Brady Hoke was two and three at the same point. So uh, you know sooner or later these are going to become issues with the fans. They they absolutely adore him, but for nine million dollars, you know they're going to want more eventually, and that was pretty much inexplicable. That was not a great Michigan State team. Uh, Michigan has issues on the offensive line. They don't have any difference making backs. John O'Corn, yeah, we know he's a backup. And he's brought in because Wilton Spade was hurt. But John O'Corn was brought in the first year to win the job. And he's only playing because he has to now, and you saw what happened. He played played pretty well against Purdue, but not against a, Michi- a pretty stout Michigan State defense. So, all of those things. I, I thought before this game that Michigan could kind of slog it around with their defense and maybe contend and 
and win that division and, and win the Big Ten, frankly, if everything fell right, but but not now. The Penn State, uh, they play Penn State in two weeks, I think. Yeah, two weeks. That's going to be tough. They still have to play Ohio State. You know, this, this may be a, a nine and three team that just doesn't look that good at the end of the year. Dennis Dodd, National College Football Writer for CBSSports.com, joining us here on Geo and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. Listen, uh, Bush Jones, I guess his seat is the hottest of any coach right now. Has to be. Uh, oh, no question. Yeah. Um, after the after that skunk job against Georgia, there's no question. Um, I, I don't think they'll do anything during the season. I don't know what purpose that serves. Although, you know, we're about exactly two months away from signing day, you know, the, the early signing day. So Tennessee might be tempted to do something to get some momentum going there. But it just seems inevitable now. I was told before the season – that the bottom would have to fall out for him to be fired. Now, at that point, that meant like four and eight. But I think there's a different definition of the bottom falling out now. You've got the loss to Georgia. You've got the rant, you know, where he, you know, what is fake news and media and all mm-hmm. this stuff. You know, I, Tennessee is one of those programs, I think, that overvalues itself at times. There's not very many players in the state. They're always going to have to go elsewhere four players. Um, they haven't won much of anything since 98. Uh, I would call them, I don't know, at best a top 15 team in the best of times. And they spike up there like in 98. But, you know, their history is not one like Alabama or, or maybe even Auburn or, or LSU of late. So I, Tennessee has to decide what it wants to be. Is it going to contend for national championships? Is it going to win the East? I think that's a logical expectation but they haven't been close lately. I'm hearing from former players there at Tennessee, and they are all saying the same name, T. Martin, who's the current OC at USC. Yeah, yeah I've heard that too. I think that'd be a – now, again, he's never been a head coach, and there's things that come along with that that sometimes you don't know till you come in there. Does Tennessee want a head coach? You hear Chip Kelly too. I think because of everything we're talking about, I don't think – Chip Kelly wants to get into that mess. I think he might be a perfect fit at a place like Arizona State if he wants to get back in. But, yeah, T. Martin has distinguished himself as an offensive coordinator, obviously, at USC. He was championship quarterback on that 98 team um, and is a great recruiter and well-respected. What you don't know is do you want, you know, do you as, a, I guess, a, an administrator of Tennessee as a fan – do you want that to be his first head coaching job? In other words, Jim McElwain served a little uh, internship at Colorado State. Scott Frost is at UCF maybe before he jumps to Nebraska. That's a big, big leap, even for an accomplished native son and and, uh, championship quarterback at Tennessee. Did you take offense to be called to being called rat poison by Nick Saban? Because we were, I just, I just laughed. I, I, I saw their sports information director in the background laughing himself when Nick said that. And so I sent him, uh, I found some rat poison on the internet and just copied it and sent him in a text message. And I said, hey, here we can I, uh, can I give some traps to Nick next time I see him? No, he, Nick is habitually, or traditionally, Nick is a better quote after they win because he knows what's coming. Mm. You guys are great, and this everything's going great, which is true. And that happens in every sport, usually with teams. But I, he he's already upset when that happens because he knows he doesn't want it to go right to their heads, and he he flat out disparaged this team, guys, in the off season after coming within a second of 
winning a second national championship in a row, twenty whatever it was, twenty six mm-hmm. wins in a row, and fought Clemson tooth and nail. You know, he said guys didn't pay attention after there was something missing after the SEC title game before the playoff. And I said, well, is, is he talking about Lane? And he said, well, Lane was part of it, but guys weren't you know weren't working hard enough. And I go, that's quite an indictment from maybe the greatest coach of all time in college football. Some people want to call him that. He's better as a quote and more insightful when he wins. Did Joshua get back to you after you texted? He did. He just he just said L O L. He said yeah, he said absolutely. I gave him his choice of three rat poisons he could order online. So yeah. Well put in a good word for us because uh, he's still upset with us. We held uh, Coach Saban a little bit too long. 22 minutes as opposed to the eight that's usually outlined for oh, okay. interviews. Yeah. Hey, Nick wants to talk. That's great. Right, that's exactly. Great and he wanted yeah. to talk. <laughs> Gio. That's great. Gio and Jones with Dennis Dodd on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, how good is Georgia in your mind? I mean, because they're obviously really good and not, I don't want to say consensus, but they're right there at number yeah. three. But are they Alabama good? Uh, historically, given recent history, no. An East champion hasn't won the conference since Florida in 2008, and that ultimately will be the test. Now, for Georgia, you know, if they win the East, that, that's a great season. You know, they're back in uh, in year two if Kirby Smart. I think that's an amazing accomplishment. With 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 a starter injured, a quarterback, and a true freshman leading them, I keep saying all true freshman quarterbacks, no matter how good they do, they've, they've always got that game in them. Somewhere along the line, they go 9 of 21 for 84 yards and, and two turnovers. You know what I mean? But that hasn't happened yet. He's turned out, they're talking about Jake Fromm, they turned out to be a really good game manager. We know about the running game. The defense is, is really good, uh, and they're going to, you know, pound the turf with uh, Missouri this week and, and move on. Their best start since 2005, and their highest ranking in the top five in five years. Uh, there's not much you can say bad about Georgia except that if you're talking about the next step, we'll find out on December 2nd in Atlanta if if they take it. We shall see. When you look at Washington State, I, I know they just went on the road and they beat Oregon. Oregon's playing their third-string quarterback, a true freshman. Uh, do you think they're legit? Knocking off SC and then Oregon, is this a team that's better than their their mates there in the state, Washington? They're, they're absolutely legit, and I'll tell you why. The, the offense is a given – Mike Leach's teams are always going to have a quarterback and score. This is by far the best defensive team he's fielded in, in 16 years as a head coach. Watch Alex Grinch. He's the defensive coordinator. Mike Leach saw him. I texted him. I said, where did you find this guy? I, you know, I, I went to Missouri. I lived two hours from Missouri. I'd never heard of him. He was coaching safeties at Missouri. Mm-hmm. Mike Leach said, I liked him on film. I saw his stuff on film. And now Alex Grinch has one of the top defenses in the country, um, they're undersized a lot uh, in the line and on the field. That's not the worst thing. Gary Patterson made a career out of that, playing that stack three three five. Washington State has one of the best defensive linemen. If we had the All-America team right now, this guy named Hercules Matapa, and I yep. think I butchered his last name. Would, would it's it's Mata Alpha, man. Mata Alpha. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Um, <laughs> Plays about 245, 250 on the edge and in the interior, but has absolutely got a motor. And that's why they have to be in the conversation for the Pac-12, because the Apple Cup is probably going to decide the North winner. 
and, and then beyond there, if they keep winning, no, they're absolutely legit. So that's why Missouri's defense stinks. They lost this I, guy. Uh, that's 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 another twenty-minute segment on the show about Missouri. <laughs> no, even though he's coaching safeties, he wasn't he wasn't a coordinator. Dennis, it's great talking to you. We appreciate the time this morning. All right, thanks so much, guys. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.